Hey there, and welcome back to the Second Lunch Podcast. Uh, this is episode whatever the fuck we're on now. I don't know. Five? I could probably count on one <laughs> hand, but... <laughs> this is assuming we publish everything we've done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, things have been good. We actually posted our first uh, podcast on Monday, and we've got a couple thousand views. we got people listening on four different continents, so... <laughs> guess we're viral now that's all the ones i can name uh i'm supposed to give a shout out to jesselyn thanks for listening and uh yeah whoever is in brussels listening to <laughs> there's a few of you we are uh killing it in belgium but um i also wanted to get into some fan mail we've gotten some some good responses uh, a couple people saying you know just great entertaining fun to listen to uh and then we have I think a number of personalized responses yeah, questioning one, some of the ketchup. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of ketchup concern. And I've gotten a lot of follow-up from Katie's family about the ketchup, actually, because her immediate family is all like, well, I don't see the problem. And I'm like, this is clearly a deeply rooted issue. This oh, has yeah. been passed down You can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now Danica, her second youngest sister, is uh, texting me all the time. She's like, can I put ketchup on shrimp? <laughs> I mean, you can. There's a lot of things you can do. Is it do. appropriate? See, this is what we talked about this a little bit. I feel like there's a lot of mix up with just the red condiments in general because <laughs> there's already something for shrimp. It's called cocktail sauce. Exactly. And let's go back to the burrito quesadilla conversation. There's salsa. Why is ketchup? Why is this form of tomato entering the equation? Exactly. I mean, in horseradish, too. That gets put on nothing else, so you got to just get into the horse. Give the horseradish people a chance. <laughs> Don't catch up the horseradish people. But uh, we had another fun comment. Uh, it starts with Cher, the songbird of a generation, wrote the song, Simply the Best, knowing this podcast was going to come in the future. That was from your friend Clay. Yeah, yeah. Clay Hansen, shout out to you. Okay, we got we got another fun one here. Just what the podcast community needed. Two more straight white fat men blathering on about nothing and using their privilege into fooling people into thinking they have something important to say. A complete waste of time. I mean, I agree with that, too. <laughs> I actually wrote that one. Oh, nice. And, okay. And uh, I just think we got to keep the people on their toes. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can't make them think that every episode's going to be good. I have 5% self-awareness. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, people are enjoying it more than I thought. Uh, I thought we were just going to talk about baloney for nobody to hear. But, um, yeah, it's been good. Let's get uh, rock and roll. We got Tinderella questions. Is that what's next? I think so. Well, we've also got you know some baseball stuff, but let's do the Tinderella first oh, because. Uh, no, all right. let's do baseball first. This is something I do all the time with my friends. It's really weird, but it's called build a baseball player, and you'll just take you know, for example, Barry Bonds hat size or something like that. Um, <laughs> Except you, you can't use Barry Bonds or Bo Jackson because it's just because you would cheating. take the whole thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. So uh, I will read you mine, and then uh, you you can pick any part of the body or whatever it is that you you want to use. But this is mine. Uh, but Robinson Cano. Okay. Great, great butt <laughs> legs. Jeff Bagwell. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. the batting stance alone. That's why that guy was so jacked. He was doing half squats every single at bat. See, the other person that had a batting stance like that is Ricky Henderson. It just completely crouched over. Wheels. But but Absolute Bagwell wheels. had more more weight to really build that thigh <laughs> mass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Back Miguel Cabrera. That's the only person I've ever seen who I saw their back and I was like, 
that guy's back is jacked. <laughs> I didn't even know you could do that. Wrists, Gary Sheffield. Can you imagine how fast that dude can probably fucking see? The, crank I'm it glad that you're in the bat around. <laughs> this also is a, it's a good thing you eliminated Bonds because that's the only other person with that sort of you know consistent wagging of the bat. I probably should have eliminated Sheffield because he's another steroid monster. But I mean. Yeah, let's not. We'll talk about. <laughs> let's this not get carried second, away. Steroids here. are sweet, is yeah. my argument. Yeah, that's a different conversation. Uh, forearms, Dan Ugla, biggest forearms okay. I've ever seen. See the fucking this Popeye, is, that guy. This is the first one I would I would disagree on. I would go with uh, steroid era Mark McGuire. Okay. I, well, that's yeah, this is where <laughs> steroids become the problem. Because... Okay, but that's you only eliminated two guys. So <laughs> okay, well I might have said Brent Boone, but uh, biceps, Yasiel Puig. Uh, shoulders and eyebrows, Jonas Cespedes. <laughs> I'm glad eyebrows made the cut. <laughs> I don't know. It was once I saw I saw the shoulders and then I saw the brows. Is like you're not going to top that. You can't top those brows. See, this is the, the problem. Big and manicured. Come on. <laughs> you know how much people are paying for that's that. Very, that's very in vogue. You're right. <laughs> uh, see, when you told me about this idea, I made the mistake of thinking they were like individual attributes. I was like, oh, I'm taking Vlad. Oh, that's another taking way. Vlad Guerrero's arm oh, for sure. Oh, that's another way to do it. But this, <laughs> for me, this is way more fun because neck, Mike Trout. Yeah, that's fair. Find me a better neck on a baseball player. You won't. Uh, eyes, Kevin Kiermeyer fucking i mean you think you got pretty eyes cold jesus christ you make it sound like i'm tooting my own horn here so <laughs> no i usually toot your horn i guess i guess i'm just trumping the compliment with something else shouldn't say trump and hat size berry bonds yeah that's okay <laughs> i like that one that one was able to exceed i really i don't want to i think you've kind of nailed this i got my one sort of uh derailment in but i can't believe we only disagreed on forearms yeah, well, I had a really, you know, I thought I had a really solid one in mind for that. So, I mean, and steroids are the key there. So before we do Tinderella, we should probably talk about steroids, because I feel like it's the proper transition at this stage. What is your stance on steroids? Uh, the game is so riddled with steroids already, there's no way to get rid of it. It's like trying to add a salary cap to baseball. It's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> the toothpaste You're is out of the tube. You're teaching guys to cheat better. Is that really a better... I just let them do it. Who cares? They're going to do it. And if but, you don't want to do it, you don't have to. If you do want to do it, you should be able to. See, that? okay, so we're talking about it strictly from the baseball perspective, right? Because, like, in the fight game, it's like, okay, we got to calm oh, down Oh, you here. could kill somebody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could kill We got to chill out a little bit. Yeah, but, but I would rather see a baseball go 700 feet than, like, 301 scraping over the wall. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, there were some pretty sweet home runs. Yeah. <laughs> Steroid baseball was the most fun to watch. If animals could talk, which do you think would be the rudest? And then which would you think would be the most boring? Most boring is definitely sloth by a million years. Yeah. See, I that's, I mean, that's a great candidate. I'm going elephant. <laughs> Cerebral, but I feel like, you know, they're going to be disengaged. Yeah, they might have a lot to talk about, but none of it's interesting. Either that or, you know, they think they're above talking to me, which is valid. But, <laughs> I, you know, I would think that that's the potential to go off the rails the most. Okay. Uh, what was it? Rudest? Who would be the rudest? Yeah, rudest. Orcas. Orcas are fucking <laughs> pricks, dude. They're the worst. I don't get why people like them. I'm glad they're endangered. I don't understand why we're... They're assholes. They're assholes to everyone, and I get... 
that it's like i don't know they're hunting or whatever but even when they hunt for starters they hunt otters fuck off to the moon fuck yourself to what are your cuddly little water dogs they sleep holding hands you're a fucking monster and they don't even just eat them they toss them around in the air until they die and then sometimes when they die they're like ew gross i'm not gonna eat that and they just fucking leave it <laughs> they're assholes I, whoever made free willy was in the pocket of big orca they there's had no me. doubt about it <laughs> they they had me for a little while yeah i got those googly looking eyes on the side googly eyed bastards <laughs> no it's a little eye on a big white thing it's not a googly eye see i i that's a great another great selection i'm going with house cat because <laughs> house yeah. cats now this is cliche on one hand like yeah cats are demanding blah 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 but house cats are responsible for the extinction of like at least 34 different species of animal really yeah and they're demanding so they go out yeah, kill a bunch of shit pricks oh yeah for sure i mean my favorite pet in the house is Murray the cat, and she just screams at me all day, and I <laughs> don't know what she's talking about. That's why I wish, you know, I wish she could communicate so I could at least just kowtow to her demands and move on with my life. Like, I don't know where you want me to follow you in the fucking house. <laughs> but, yeah. Which one did you choose? Yeah, rudest orcas, I'll give it to you. Well, just on, they. I think they have an edge for being murderous. Yeah. And, and not even... We both basically that. selected those. Yeah. All right. Is is cereal soup? Yeah. Cereal is soup only because I can't tell you why it isn't. <laughs> See, this is like a thing like a Pop-Tarts or ravioli, you know? <laughs> I've never heard that. I mean, it's... <laughs> there's. I can't take any credit for it, but, you know, it is a bread. It is. <laughs> it is like a pastry filled with stuff. You know, I suppose that sort of vague analogy, you could also put like a Danish, a, a Danish in there or something. There's a lot more ravioli when you in the zoom world than out far enough, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, we've already had the argument is cereal even food, so which I feel like is a higher level argument. So then it's hard for me to call it soup because then I almost have to consider if soup is food, which is also I think complex. Is soup food or is it a beverage? I think it highly depends on what kind of soup you're bringing to the table. Well, like tomato French, soup is a beverage. Yeah, make a bloody mary with that French Chicken onion. Soup. So it's the chunkiness that really—that's absolutely what separates it. But then again, I mean, I suppose now is it the chewing part of it that makes it food? Oh, I mean, I'll inhale soup if that's what—if that's the test. Watch me go at a bowl of broccoli cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I'll stop to breathe. But. Now I'm realizing that cereal is just as chunky, so I, my argument is deeply flawed, and I'm realizing that in, in real time. <laughs> this is not how you make a good podcast. <laughs> Present an argument, immediately find the holes in it. Uh, but, yeah, it's closer to soup than something else. If you're not going to call it its entire own universe of food, it's like porridge or something. You know, where do you lump mm. that in? Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Okay, I'm going to move on to the next one. What's the most annoying color? Yellow. Mm. Why? I actually like orange. I think a lot of people this would is, say As orange. a Packers fan, I'm shocked you went for you hey, know, the we secondary call color. We call it gold. <laughs> and no, this is what annoys me. Is like, And this is exactly where my head went when I was like, what is an annoying color? Have, have you ever seen a yellow car? We live in Seattle, so you're just out and about. Oh, yeah. My... And you see a yellow car. My, my future brother-in-law drives a yellow car. Every time I see one, I'm like, what the 
fuck are you doing? <laughs> now, if you happened into a yellow car, that's one thing. It was it was the car you wanted, good price, just happened to be yellow. But when you see like a yellow Camaro, I mean that sounds kind of rad to me. No. I'm, well, you know that I typically wear loud, stupid shit. So <laughs> my my most annoying color is tan. I cannot work with this. I cannot. And and beyond that, there's a reason that tan is not like a common jersey color. You know, I measure the quality of a color by how many people chose to adopt it. <laughs> yeah. And tan just does not make the goddamn cut. Every time I have a tan shirt, I mean, I'll throw a couple on for the show, but it doesn't go with shit. I had somebody try to argue with me that gray is a color. It's not. People who are colorblind can see gray. That's how I know it's not a color. <laughs> Black and white films have gray in them. Boom. <laughs> Can't disprove that law. It's air fucking tight. <laughs> Uh, these are fantastic today. All right. <laughs> have have you ever been falsely accused of setting off fireworks? <laughs> oh. This is a bait question. <laughs> That's bait. Yeah, I I I, I wrote uh, I wrote this question in the Tinderella questions today. Um No, but Cole, have you <laughs> ever been accused of setting off fireworks? Gee, glad you asked. <laughs> uh First off, I think it's important uh, to note, I love fireworks. <laughs> I have an irresponsible dad from Alaska. I was given fireworks at a very young age. And so like, every 4th of July, you know, light off a bunch of shit. And Ashley, as you know, is also incredibly fond of fireworks. Loves lighting them, in fact, at very inappropriate times. So the first time I met Ashley, maybe the second, but it, I didn't know her well yet. We came over to your guys' house when you're still living in Briar and you had all that property, but... Right. As you've described before, by far the worst house in a really nice neighborhood. Oh, for sure. We were the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> we played a game out front knife toss where you just throw a knife at a beer can and whoever hits it, you know, the other guy has to shotgun it. We're doing this outside of like $900,000 McMansions. And at first we were like, should we not do this? But then, of course, the actual decision is let's do this more. Let's <laughs> bring some character back to the neighborhood. People put up signs that say "Drive like your kids live here." Like, I'll I don't play have any fucking kids. I'll play them some good tunes then. Yeah. Like, here we go. But and we had we had a barbecue at your house, and we'd been drinking not enough to really warrant what happened next. Explosives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all just sitting there quietly having a conversation, and Ashley gets up, and she's like, "I'm gonna light off some fireworks," and you're like. No, the neighbors are going to call the cops. And she's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah. The fireworks aren't going to be going off when they get here. That's what are somebody they who do? grew up not talking to enough police. <laughs> I don't fucking care. And well, so, I do. My favorite moment from that whole night, it's burning my memory forever. We're sitting on the couch watching baseball highlights. Ashley is outside by herself lighting off fireworks. And you're just angrily rocking in your chair. Well, I was just waiting to be shell-shocked. Because there's she doesn't have, like, fuck-around fireworks. There's no snakes and sparklers. <laughs> These things are cannon rounds. Yeah, These are the, candles. At yeah, the they least. blow over the goddamn mortar tube when they launch in the sky. And it's always like, triple shell. It's And it's got some <laughs> exotic name like Excalibur. You know, the sword in the stone. What there's been so many times where i've been sitting at home and i hear fireworks go off randomly and we're not near the fourth of july or new year's ashley's moved to the neighborhood exactly that was the first time i'd ever been witness to it and uh it was pretty funny 
Yeah. And so we, we love fireworks. We're a big fan. But we also mm-hmm. now live in a place that doesn't allow them. And beyond that, we've got two dogs, two cats. It's like, all right, let's not blow a bunch of shit up. But we also live right next to an elementary school, which is a great place to do that. So <laughs> around New Year's, you know, folks are blowing up a bunch of stuff. And we're just enjoying whatever's happening. And all of a sudden, a previously unidentified neighbor comes, like, marching with purpose up my driveway. And at this point, it had also snowed. And so I opened the door thinking, you know, I'm a little drunk. I didn't recognize, you know, the pep in her step as, you know, <laughs> potential threat. And she's just like, are you lighting fireworks? I was like, no, I'm talking to you. And <laughs> it's like, well, who is lighting fireworks? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't keep a log book. You know. I don't. I don't run the neighborhood. I wish I was. Yeah. Oh, it's Josh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lives right up the street. This is the 21st century. I don't know my neighbors. Okay. I have not spoke to people that live around me. And fireworks are going on, and she basically tells me, you know, well, I'm going to call the cops, and you're going to have to talk to them. So now. This is the, where the eyes drop. This is where <laughs> yes. halfway through that sentence, I completely disengaged and basically I immediately lose my mind. <laughs> well, fucking call him then, motherfucker. And then slam the door in her face. And she's kind of shocked that I answered so cordially and then lost my mind so quickly. <laughs> so she's staring at me through my front window, kind of slack jawed. And I just double bird. Because yeah. naturally, it's either that or that. Like, there's only You're two things. You're loitering, bitch. It's <laughs> We're going to have to cut the B word. No. <laughs> You're loitering, miss. The opposite side, the politeness. <laughs> yeah, that I was being really polite. But as she's leaving, like, basically as I'm flipping the double bird, an extremely loud and close firework blows up that physically could not have been me. I'd love if it were me to... To have lit it that quickly would have been a very punk rock move, but I did not, I couldn't do the pan-dimensional split to be in two places at once, so I immediately ran to the door to yell, oh, did I light that one too, you fu-? and then she's slipping in my driveway, and I was, at that point, Ashley's like, okay, honey, you've won. <laughs> so yes, Chris, I have been falsely accused of setting off fireworks before, and I mean, admittedly, she got what she wanted. I, I have no desire now to be accused. Of, I didn't even get the thrill of lighting them, and I was still accused. It's pretty fucked up. I mean, I should get to commit the crime I'm accused of, is I'm my point. She got concussion on your driveway. <laughs> I was expecting a lawsuit for like eight months. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> the, I control the ice. It's... <laughs> All right, last question. I don't know if this is going to be a two-second conversation or two minutes. Dicks or in and out? It is clearly dicks. And I, wow. this isn't even about the actual burger. This is about having a secret menu. Just give me the fucking menu. Don't make me guess. <laughs> don't make me have to talk to other people and like find out your secrets. Just tell me what the fuck you can make. Yeah, what am I going to learn? Morse code? Is this ridiculous? <laughs> Put out a book or something if you got that many different fucking <laughs> animal style. What the fuck is anyway? No, dicks. I mean, I I'm in your boat. I I I was talking to a friend about this. Like, I feel like when you bring an out of towner into Seattle and bring him to dicks, they're like rarely impressed. It's like really? maybe. Yeah, I feel like maybe it's one of those things. It's like a partially acquired taste, but mm. 
I don't know. I'd take it. I'd take a deluxe over, you know, a double double any day of the week. But I understand both. I understand At the both. End of the very day, much. we're arguing over hamburgers. So. Oh yeah, and pretty high quality ones. <laughs> we didn't go with like the dicks or Jack in the Box argument. <laughs> Yeah, the Great Stink uh, historic event happened in uh, mid nineteenth century London. The River Thames had been uh, filled with shit for decades. <laughs> I'll say this: you know it was a stinky time <laughs> when your Wikipedia page has a legacy section, where <laughs> like it wasn't just you don't just write about it in the in the time period. Like for decades later, people no, are like, it, you know, it was a stink. Oh, I'm <laughs> the length of this Wikipedia page is pretty psychotic too. It's like this thing puts you know certain World War II battles so to shame. They were like, we have to give this a title. There's an enormous amount of unique artwork dedicated strictly to the Great Stink. Oh, like somebody draws like a glass of water with a bunch of like worms in it, and they're like the river. You know, <laughs> ah, that must be the Great Stink. But yeah, it had got to about 115 degrees, and certain parts of the river had up to six feet of shit just sitting at the bottom. And when it got that hot, the river got mighty low, but poop doesn't evaporate quite in the same way. Oh my God. There's stories of like Queen Victoria and her husband going out to do like a tour on their boat and having to turn back in two minutes like oh god like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like not even a situation where they were out there for like 45 minutes or an hour and they're like okay whoa like two minutes and they're like okay that's it i'm going to die and the great stink is uh you've adopted it as a nickname right for yeah, that's moose's name now. <laughs> that's... The great stink. I think every animal, like at least 40% of pets have some variation of the nickname Stink. Uh, but oh, to yeah. be named the Great Stink. The Great Stink. It's the <laughs> Great Stink. That's the only time that the really means something. It's like being the Pope. I mean, yeah, you're really... The Pope. Yeah. <laughs> All other stinks bow before <laughs> yeah. you. That was a good stink. But you know, like uh, in Seattle when it rains after the summer, the first like real rain after the summer and there's like no place to take your dog to piss so it's just like on the concrete and stuff and then when it really rains it all reliquifies so there's a couple days where it just yeah it's just reeks. oil slick and piss and yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the city yeah. that would be the mediocre stink. Yeah. <laughs> pales in comparison to the I, big I one i wonder if there's a list of other stinks <laughs> I'm so I'm almost positive there's a see also section. Whoever decided to craft that Wikipedia page was really dedicated to getting everything documented. I don't blame them. Can you imagine hearing like one time it was so stinky? Not we only had that, to, we had to give it a title. We have fine artwork. We have like twenty <laughs> different paintings. This isn't a picture somebody took. This isn't a goddamn comic strip. This is somebody took days, weeks. <laughs> Making sure we understood for centuries how stinky it was. The stink. <laughs> oh, man. Why did they go with great, too? It could have picked any other word. Great is really misleading. I, I think that you're, at that point, you're trying to sugarcoat it. It's like a PR move. You gotta, <laughs> it's like a promotional tool. <laughs> so I, I think this is a good transition since we're talking about you know, 
effluent. Let's uh, let's move into <laughs> hey, we <are laughs> effluvia. Yeah, let's go into uh, littering. And... Oh no. Okay, so I have to calm down. The stink, dude. Man, farts and the stinky stuff. God damn it! I wish. See, on, this on one... The one hand, I'm glad that I'm still so immature that something this stupid can make me laugh like this. But sometimes, like right now, I'm really trying to hold it together. But the great stink? Are you kidding me? Oh, okay. I, oh, okay. This, this, is the other, this is like the same as the dog farts. How right? red am I right now? No, you're fine. This is the same as the dog farts where it's like <laughs> you... It's uh, you're not able to be amused by the great stink because it's so horrific. I don't think these people had a sense of humor about it. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's uh, is that better? <laughs> but all right, okay. Now we've calmed. That's a good time. We have koozies. If you uh, oh yeah yeah, if you wanna buy koozies, twist this the right direction. We got some of these, so. Uh, yeah, we'll put a link somewhere or fucking whatever. All right, littering. Uh, so the other day, I was <laughs> such a dumb segue. The other day, anyway, last was last week. I was driving <laughs> around, and uh, I don't remember where I was on my way to, but I saw somebody, the person in front of me, just littered out the window. <laughs> I started cracking up because... <laughs> Who the fuck litters? What do you do? What do you have? Like, I just can't even imagine the thought process. You're sitting, you're sitting in your car. There's a Snickers wrapper and you're like, uh, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. And you just fucking dump it out the window. What are you doing? Yeah. To me, I would just assume it's a bit like, so that's, that's, that's what leads me to my next point. Why I laughed was uncle Dave has this bit where we're in the car and he's got some garbage and he'll roll down the window and then like fumble it out the window like oh god oh like it got sucked out <laughs> <laughs> like you just open the door on an airplane at thirty thousand feet you know like it just yeah vacuumed up yeah you know and when you're flying a prop clearly plane. like leading it out the window well yeah when both your hands follow <laughs> it it's sort of hard to did the wind catch your arms as well and it's and littering i don't advocate littering but that's fucking hilarious and then i started thinking i started like actually cracking up laughing watching this person litter and i just started thinking the people driving by are probably like what the fuck is this guy like like i saw somebody litter i was like this guy's killing yeah exactly (laughs) let me see your tight five (laughs) i mean i think that yeah we both would agree littering is terrible but i laugh at a lot of terrible things (laughs) one time a buddy of mine pulled a cigarette out and dropped it the floor of the bar and another friend immediately stepped up and stomped on it <laughs> ruining the si- i thought it was the funniest thing i'd ever seen one time at my house a flip-flop fell off my foot a friend threw it into the brambles that i could never retrieve peak comedy <laughs> things that are that rude cats be hilarious <laughs> let me see the orcas type five. Oh yeah orcas would litter so fucking much dude <laughs> that's who's killing yep. the turtles Sorry. I agree. <laughs> See, one person I would littering is one of the few things I would have expected my dad to do, but he doesn't. Do. Actually, there's an exception: cigarettes, because the man is a absolute nuisance with cigarettes. Uh, I have a. This is a good. We'll just go right from a Dave to a Mike story. Uh, there used to be an event called, uh, well, it was like K1 Dynamite. Basically, it was like a kickboxing and 
mixed martial arts event that would happen on New Year's. So it's in Japan. So with our time schedule, with the time difference, it's very fucked up weird timing. Basically, it would start at like 8 p.m. Seattle time and go until 4 in the morning because they're starting so far ahead and they kind of end close to New Year's. So it ends at like 5 or 6 a.m. our time. So it's just me and a buddy drinking beers. And uh, at that point, my dad slept on a Murphy bed in the living room and would just periodically wake up, crack a beer, fall asleep with a beer, (laughs) start a cigarette. We don't normally witness all this. So like the starting a cigarette and leaving it to burn the house down is something we typically only saw the evidence of afterwards. You'd see like a three inch gnarly burn in the carpet and just so Clay makes it out alive. (laughs) Oh, that was a spooky one. Uh, but during this event, it's like three in the morning and he lights a cigarette, wakes up, lights a cigarette, immediately falls asleep. Me and my buddy are like, Mike, Mike, you got to wake up. And he's like, fuck you. I'm fine. I wasn't asleep. And then he like asks us what we're watching, you know, puts the cigarette down, kind of forgets about it. And he rolls his own. So even though cigarettes these days are built to burn themselves out not his he has cigarettes that defeat modern science so so as he's talking he goes and pulls out another cigarette and lights that and falls asleep with that so by attempting to wake him up to put out the cigarette i've i actually doubled the number of lit cigarettes (laughs) that he had fallen asleep with it was like a Chinese finger trap of problems where I was fighting to get it resolved and it somehow made the issue worse. And <laughs> yeah, all I said, just hope my brother makes it out alive. Just hope he's in his pajama pants at some point diving out of the window with what at that point would have been a PlayStation 3 and Mike's left to his own devices. But <laughs> Your dad is Ricky from Trailer Park Boys. Oh, he absolutely is. thousand percent. I mean, the Trailer Park Boys episode, was were they dealing with spider mites or white flies? Um, spider mites. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, yeah, I didn't when they were, think about that. Yeah, that they was... the same problem. Oh, absolutely. Why do you think the ladybugs had to go, you know? <laughs> it's like Stalingrad in there. Sometimes you just got to throw bodies at it. That's... <laughs> That was bleak. Um, <laughs> there was absolutely no way to transition to this one. So this was going to be a Tinderella question, which is, what's a movie that most people love that you hate? What most people love that I hate? Honestly, literally any scary movie. Okay, that's fair. I can't fair. even think of a single one. I hate scary. I don't see the point. Because it's one of two things. It's either going to freak me out. I believe in ghosts. We're going to get into this a whole different time. I can feel it. I don't even know what episode. We can't tell you. I believe in ghosts. I'll just call it 11. And so <laughs> so that shit just freaks me out. And like, other if they're not like psychological thrillers or whatever, they're like the jumpy ones. When oh, yeah. It's like, not as fun. Something like gets jumpy at me. Like my first, I want to fucking fight you. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the face. So. It's really stressful trying to get through a whole movie when I'm like, I have to punch somebody. Yeah, I, well, also, at this size, I mean, I'm getting at risk of, like, a spook death, you know? I can't have, <laughs> I can't be going down because I watched, you know, that eighth fucking Jason Voorhees movie. I've got to die for a better reason than that. Yeah, my absolute most hated movie that a lot of people love is Forrest Gump. I hate that dumb fucking movie so much. <laughs> I'm so fucking sick of it. I mean, I'm uh, so there's an element of it, which is when you're younger, you know, you're exposed to it a lot. It's like Shawshank Redemption. It's on TV every half hour. 
And, you know, it's great for, like, the raw entertainment factor, but it is so fucking sentimental and saccharine. And every fucking step this dude takes, just great things happening to him. <laughs> it's just, it is the most exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just, I would pay $20 to never hear, oh, I must have drank me about 15 Dr. Peppers ever again. Oh I just don't God. ever want to hear it again. how it Okay, now I see why Lieutenant Dan was a dick, because you got this moron just wandering through life, everything great yeah. happening to him, and then you lose your legs. Yeah, Lieutenant Dan, every a member of his family has died in every war, <clears throat> and uh, saves him. And this guy's going to be a fucking ping pong champion. So there you go, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan. How about that? You know, suck on that. He's helping out, you know, as Bubba dies. He's just going, I'm going to meet like three presidents in this movie. It's unfucking believable In fact, I'm going to moon one of them. And they gave that thing best picture over Shawshank Redemption and Pulp Fiction. Unreal. Oh, Tom Hanks. I mean, game recognized game, but seriously, <laughs> come on. Yeah, that's one. I mean, there's also a length factor, but see, that's another thing. I like punk music, which also means that I like my movies to come in at about four minutes long. This two and a half hour shit, you guys are killing me. You're absolutely killing me. Uh, all right, I I'll save other Forrest Gump complaints for later. At some point, man, you got new legs. That'll be like an extra, uh, something we can charge you know, additional money. Some Patreon, Ooh, Patreon, we'll watch just roasting Forrest Gump. Yeah, we'll watch Forrest Gump and roast it while we're watching it. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. It'll be our own little mystery science. Scene. Um. Okay, we're gonna do a we're gonna return to a recurring segment here. Oh and my God, Gucci or Greasy? Yeah, you know what this one is. I do, cause Gucci or Greasy, bay leaves. <laughs> See, I I always want to do a push with these. Can it be both? Greasy? They're fuck no. That that they don't do anything. They literally don't do anything. Just based on like the consistency like the, you're saying they're too dry to possibly have nothing <laughs> there's no every time i've ever even if i know there's bay leaves in something every single time i've ever gotten a bay leaf like on my fork or spoon or whatever i've been like what the fuck like i thought it was a house plant that just dove into yeah. dove into my dinner <laughs> and every time it pisses me off because you also like can't eat it it's gross no you're not supposed to eat it that's the thing you're supposed to you know fish the things out okay so, so hold on it doesn't do anything you can't eat it. Why the fuck is it in my food? I mean, because it's Gucci. Oh, my God. You think it's Gucci? No. See, I have been preconditioned to believe <laughs> this. I have been trained to think that, you know, this is a valid way to prepare food. <laughs> Imposter but, ingredient. It doesn't do anything. I will say this. I think it's amusing when, like, say somebody's making a huge soup. You know, we watch some, like, YouTube video, and somebody throws in, like, 12 bay leaves i'm like okay you have to fish those things out but okay a little crazy well that's what i'm saying is that that makes some sense for trying to flavor a big pot of soup it amuses me when i see somebody with like a cauldron that they throw like I'm, two bay leaves in. i'm convinced that bay leaves are for people who don't know what they're doing because katie watches the food channel a lot very rarely see bay leaves sneaking in i think it was just some guy who was like having a girl over for the first time oh and I he was see. he was trying to be fancy so he just like snagged mm. snagged a leaf yeah. off one of his house like, plants 
the guy. I, what does a bay tree look like? Where are these leaves even coming from? I don't even I don't even know what the bay, whatever the fucking plant is, it's coming off of. I'm not even sure that that's real. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I mean, there's a possibility that somebody way up the line knew like a bay leaf empresario, some sort of like salesman that they had to. Dude, I got a shitload of these bay leaves. We gotta. It's fucking expiring. <laughs> We're really taking down the food industry because I think people are going to realize, holy shit, bay leaves are fucked. So are black licorice jelly beans, and eventually we're gonna have people on our ass. Like, hey, you're fucking with my business. Yeah, big licorice. See, this is people worry about things like the feds, the FBI. You know, as money, Jelly Belly, well, they've got some fuck you money somewhere. Uh, they're gonna use it for. I think we said some nice things about cigarettes, though, so we're safe, right? Yeah, those are the speaking people. of people with money. Although that's you know, that's passe. There's like nine people left that smoke. But. Uncle Dave's three of them. <laughs> he represents a substantial portion of the tobacco and Mountain Dew industry. Hey, hey, hey. And 7-Eleven pepperoni. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. A clutch of them. So this last thing. I think oh, we'll... my God. That reminds me. I was at... We're probably going to have to cut this. I was at 7-Eleven two days ago, and there was too long of a line because the guy at the front of the line was arguing with the guy behind the counter about how much money he did or did not give him. Now, the guy behind the counter, English is his second language. I felt like he was doing a good job of communicating with this guy who was just not getting it. But I, I, was, I wasn't about to judge this guy. I was like, this could happen, you know? Oh, I could, I could happen. see money getting fucked up. Yeah, mistakes happen. But then I heard the guy behind the counter saying, you're going to have to go get another pizza. And then I was like, what is this about? And so this man was buying an entire 7-Eleven pizza. I don't know if you heard me correctly. This man went to 7-Eleven for dinner. Oh, one of those, one of those like two-minute laser pies? <laughs> yeah, well, the, the guy behind the counter pizza? was those like, you have crazy. to get one from the top. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, the outside will be hot. The inside will be cold. And in, in slightly more broken English than that. I, and this guy was not getting it. And that's when I was like, this is definitely on that guy. Yeah. 7-Eleven well, for dinner guy, for some reason, might not be that smart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anytime I have to think about how those Easy Bake ovens at 7-Eleven actually work, <laughs> like where somebody's actually explaining to me like, no, sir, that's not going to be warm enough. It's like, this is too far. How many You beers? make a hot dog made out of cheeseburger. <laughs> how many beers? Have to be in you for you to get the little hot dog that's been rolling around for 24 hours. Not as many as I'd like to admit. <laughs> this is like one of those things. Like, I wish I would say the answer is like 19, but it's probably like a third of that. <laughs> Last thing that I even had is not even a real segment. It is just really a comment. So how loud can somebody say it's fine before you start to realize it's not fine? <laughs> like, let me give you a few examples. It's fine. I it's probably that. Probably okay. It's fine. Slightly concerning. It's fine. I felt like you went the other way. I thought you brought it back down. I, I went for the brevity there. But, right. It's fine. <laughs> the, chicken, the chicken is only slightly burned is what i got from that. no it's fine it's fine 
Somebody's getting it's an right. ass whooping. Yeah. <laughs> the can of whoop ass is completely opened, and you're staring death in the eyes. Uh, yeah, there is an absolute inverse relationship between how loud you can say it's fine and how fine it really is. <laughs> there is just there is a limit. I don't know if it's a parabola, like there could be, but I no, I think it is just a straight line down. It's fine. Okay, I'm calling the fire department. Yeah, exactly. This person's about to be basically Jack Nicholson in The Shining. <laughs> We're fucked here. Let's talk about cream cheese. Oh, fucking cream cheese, dude. I'm glad that this didn't go off in the group chat because this really belonged here. But I was cream cheesing a bagel yesterday. A hot bagel, mind you. Okay. And the I man came prepared. There cannot be any spreadable thing that is less spreadable than cream cheese. In fact, I think they shouldn't even call it cream cheese because that implies that you can spread it. It should be cheese cream <laughs> at the very least. Also, it shouldn't even be called cheese. We shouldn't bring cheese's good name into this thing you can't fucking spread. And there's always a time where I'm using the knife and I'm spreading it and I'm like, the first thing is I'm like, well, this has to be the knife. <laughs> this must be the knife's fault. This isn't spreading on here. And then there's part of me that's like, no, this is user error. And then it's like, no, this is fucking bullshit. Cream cheese is stupid. And then Katie's always like, I'm going to let you talk here in a second, but you open the floodgates on it's, this rant. Uh, hey, I, I Katie's it. like, well, you kind of got to work it a little bit, like work the knife a little bit back. And there's no other condiment I have to have fucking foreplay with before I can get it on my goddamn bagel. <laughs> it's bullshit. Also, Make the cream cheese crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Cream here, fuck's sakes, I'm so pissed. But I I mean, I agree, I love cream cheese. I, I would disagree that cream cheese is sullying cheese's good name, but it is, it can be a, a son of a bitch, especially when you don't have like the whipped Philadelphia. But this is like when you have cold butter. Like, I don't understand the idiom, like a hot knife through butter. Who is heating up knives out here? The only who people who I know heating up knives heated... are not using it for butter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when you're doing knife rips because two of your four butter knives have already been sullied, so you might as well do more. Yeah. No, I You go to Bed Bath and Beyond. We don't need the whole silverware set. We just need a couple knives. I too have had, you know, two different butter knife drawers, don't get me wrong. But no, once you get, you know, once things get too wealthy, too bougie, you can't tuck them into the coils on your oven in the same way, you know. Doesn't work the same with a propane stove. You know. I didn't think cream cheese was going to end up here. We moved too far up the economic ladder. Well, you know, it shouldn't be so fucked up then. You know what isn't cheese? Cottage cheese. That's, that's yeah. soup. There's like, there's that like, that is soup. There's like seven foods I won't eat, and that's two of them. Because there's Dude, two different things Katie going on. Katie will just, oh, Katie will just get like a bowl of cottage cheese. Her family, I don't understand the way that they eat. Bowl of cottage cheese, like throw some avocado in there, and then just, that's it. See, this seems like an Everett post-war thing. Ugh. You know, times was tough. Horrific. You know, we only had cottage cheese and ketchup cereal. <laughs> you know. Great depression meal, big time. Exactly. It's certainly depressing. We're living, in a, that, we're living in a Hooverville. The, and the great I, depressing. I haven't seen a real tomato in eight years. <laughs> That's the best we got. Ketchup and pepper. <laughs> what else is sullying cheese's name? There's got to be other cheese. Well, I think, I mean. I'm not big on goat cheese, I'll be honest. I mean, well, as the Euro man, this is complex. Yeah, well, they put, uh, what's the other one? It's not goat cheese. Feta is goat cheese. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Well, 
I yep. stand corrected. Now we're going to have to cut this part. <laughs> no, fucking it's leave it. Like, Everybody should learn to make mistakes. It's feta and Chevro, right? Those are the hey, two. Hey, if you're going to make mistakes, make cheese mistakes. You know <laughs> what I mean? Cheese is inherently a mistake. But <laughs> the, the, I love it. But the first person that invented it, that was a fuck up job. Somebody left some milk out too long. That wasn't a That's deliberate. the incredible thing about it is somebody fucked up and they're like, I still might try it. Oh, yeah. I mean, beer is the same way. <laughs> somebody's grain got wet <laughs> beer beer oh this is pretty good uh we were talking about you know cream cheese I'm, I'm surprised that technology hasn't come along to just make it an inherently more spreadable thing which i think is also how i feel about zippers uh i'm perplexed that we as a society are trying to land on mars and we have not yet improved zipper technology <laughs> zipper technology is still you could have like a 500 hundred dollar jacket it's got a zipper could be fucked in a week we've been resting on our zipper laurels it's like whoever invented the ladder you know how many people die on those every year and we've just decided yeah why improve it uh, we could work on that bit later <laughs> No, I'm with you. Zipper should have, like, we didn't, did we really need to make Jello? Couldn't somebody have been working on the zipper during this time? <laughs> I like the idea that. Uh, it's one or the other. To, you're to, either going to work on Jello or zippers. It's like the guns and butter argument where your resources go to one thing or the other. And it's like, pff, well, you're either going to invent Jello or you're going to invent a fucking better zipper. <laughs> yeah, you're going to invent a better mousetrap. It's just. Or one, you're going to Mars. It's one big brain pool. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever resources you commit here. Now we can't invent something it was else good over enough, here. Or we're, we're uncovering something here where maybe there really is better zipper technology out there. But if the zipper, zippers don't break. <laughs> yeah, it's like a planned obsolescence thing. We're in the pocket of big zipper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like the third conspiracy we've hatched on this show. <laughs> the zipper conspiracy. Again. There's a zipper salesman somewhere that's fucking filthy rich. Dun, dun, dun. If you had to give me a PowerPoint presentation on any subject right now, what would it be? That is a fantastic question. My, my Wikipedia history is quite varied. Uh, I'm alarmed to say it would probably be some shit like mysterious disappearances. <laughs> Where it's like, you know, let me just give you like 10 strange disappearances after crimes or something like that. Uh, the other one would invariably be like an entire history of every champion that ever was in the UFC. I've watched basically every event and yeah, I don't even have a bit for that. It is just an <laughs> alarming waste of my time that i've committed <laughs> over many many years well at least it's not watching. the wwe like these people are actually funny. i mean i i also watch that but see in ufc uh, i had a friend describe it well biggest hug wins you're watching two shirtless guys <laughs> whoever can hug the other one better longer stronger <laughs> basically get the w you know i did high school wrestling i'm into that what about you, Chris? What's your... I mean, I feel like it could be Packers-related, but... Well, it's either going to be History of the Green Bay Packers, Elvis, or different butthole shapes. <laughs> There's several. You wouldn't think. You'd think that's all one balloon knot. There's a couple different ones. Oh. There's kind of the more circular little... 
kind of looking guy. How do you do research on and this? I've done a lot of research. <laughs> Trust me. I've done a lot of research. Knee deep in leather Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> leather Cheerio. Add that to the things that always make me laugh. <laughs> leather Cheerio. Also, by the way, crack pipe. And uh, butthole shapes. There's just regular circular ones. There's kind of like a more ovally one. And then there's one that's almost like a fucking notch. It's weird. I always, that's the thing. Anytime I've been with a girl who's got one of those. I can't help but wonder what her poops look like. If I'm being honest, it's not a good thing to be thinking in those moments, but definitely settles you down a little bit. This is like one of those things like, how do you know the color that you think is red is what, you know, your friend thinks is red, but instead it's like, you assume your poop is normal. There are people laying square logs out there. (laughs) At least octagonal logs. (laughs) It's like Mercedes-Benz Stadium. oh this was a lot of fun thank you for listening or watching or whatever you're doing hope you're having a good time hope you're having a nice day we love you a lot and uh like subscribe all that good stuff and uh yeah love you